this is actually today I said to Well, welcome everybody. I, we've got several people on other vacations, so I'm just going to record. And the goal is, of course, to answer all your questions and go over like necessities and tell you what else you need to do for like good preparation, if that seems good. But you feel free to interrupt me at any time with questions. Um, you know, I've I've, seen, I've given you all this little brochure, which is on the Gate One uh, website, or it's through our link on our material as well. Um, the prices on this are higher because I'm I'm counting on us getting the five percent off, uh, which means don't pay them any more money. Okay. Just give your money to St. Thomas, and then we write one check, and then you save five percent. If that Frank makes sense. So um, will it be? The check in this amount? No, it's. I think like I, I think I sent you that email. It's like thirty-two fifty. So it's less than that by five percent. Um, it's maybe less than thirty-two fifty. It's like thirty-two something. And, and just to make sure you know what what that includes is um, our flight, all of our meals except for I think one lunch. So we got all of our dinners. And unlike Israel, if you went on Israel, the the food quality is much higher on this trip and the hotels are all five star you may say i don't need that in jordan you do <laughs> in jordan you do so um they're really really fantastic um i mean really the only thing you need additional funds for is like lunch if you choose to run out to a turkish bath one night which you can do in amman uh, you can do that, like sort of on your own dime, and it's really easy. You just take a taxi, the hotel will call it. I did it. It's fine. Like it's, it's clothed actually, unlike real Turkey. So like you, you wear a bathing suit, and if that's your thing, it is. But otherwise, um, like some shopping stuff, and um, maybe to give you an idea about shopping stuff, um, lots of Jordanian crafts, like you'd see in the Middle East. The exceptions are, I mean, they have some like hand glazed pottery uh, if that's of any interest to you not just like jugs but like serving bowls and things like that uh, you can always buy carpets that are made in Iran they didn't make them there I don't care what they tell you they didn't make them there um, we'll go to a mosaic shop one day not just to sell you stuff it's actually pretty interesting to see how they make mosaics some of the better mosaics that are sort of around Roman mosaics are in Jordan and we'll get to see them and it's truly fascinating to watch them do it. I'm going to warn you, those are pricey. <laughs> those, they take a lot of labor. Um, they also do, strangely enough, there's no ostriches indigenous any longer, but the hand-painted ostrich egg is like this traditional Jordanian craft. So um, they import them from Australia, and then they hand-paint them, and whatever. That's like a thing, though. Um, those are the main bits. You can find like little jewelry, like you can sort of everywhere in the Middle East, maybe some wooden boxes, clothing, etc. But I think those are like sort of the, you may say like those are dreadful souvenirs. That's just sort of the Jordanian stuff. We'll go one day in Jordan to this place called Wild Jordan. Uh, Queen Noor started it. It sort of empowers village women. Um, so they make traditional Jordanian crafts and then they, they sell them there as a co-op. And the quality is good and it's, it's kind of neat stuff. So that's what you sort of need money for. Um, the flights. I put this in the email, but, you know, we're departing March the 8th at uh, 8.40 p.m. from Bush. 8.40. And then it takes us a whole day, quote-unquote, to get there. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do a layover in Istanbul for um, four hours, which is not long enough to get out 
um, but it's okay. And then we'll hop on the, it's like a three hour flight from Istanbul to Amman. And then we'll get to sort of our hotel probably at one in the morning and we'll go to sleep. <laughs> and, and then we'll be up in Adam the next day to tour Amman, which is the biggest city um, in Jordan. We're, we're flying back out on the 17th. Too fast, sorry. Now, and I've got the flight information in the email. Okay, but you said we arrive at, like, we arrive at night? We'll arrive at, like, midnight on March the 9th. Okay. Because they're ahead of okay, us. Okay, so we get there at midnight, so we actually get to go to sleep. We get to go to sleep. So you may choose to stay awake that whole flight. I mean, I think that's something that many travelers recommend, but you, you, if you've not traveled before, you choose your own adventure, but a lot of people say try to stay up and go to sleep on the rhythm. Um, when we come back, unfortunately, and this is true anywhere I've gone in the Middle East, you have to leave at an outrageous hour in the morning. You just have to. So we have to leave at like 6 a.m. is the departing flight, which would get us to Istanbul at 9.30. Um, if we're really daring, we've got five hours in Istanbul. I might, I might dare. I, I might leave. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't recommend the group to do it, uh, but I might do it. <laughs> Because uh, in three hours, you can at least go to the Blue Mosque and the Hagia Sophia and go back to the airport. Um, but we'll see how it goes. If the flight's late and all that, obviously that's no good. Don't, don't bank on going anywhere in Istanbul. I wish we had like seven-hour layover because then you, you really could see the old town, but we don't. Okay. Um, what time do we get back here then? We get back at 7.50 p.m. on the 17th, which is like Sunday night. Now, a few folks are meeting us there, like two couples, the Ladies and the, um, the Delgados, are meeting us there because they're flying to Frankfurt first. And Tim and Graziella are flying on our flight there, but lingering in Istanbul on the way back. So uh, anybody can do what they want to with flights, quite honestly. Like if I lived in Chicago, I might see if I couldn't fly straight from Chicago. However, it may be worth checking and seeing at the time we locked the airfare in, it was good, like competitively very good. So I don't know if that's the case now. I haven't even checked. Same carrier is Turkish Air, yeah. Are you guys doing a bus shuttle from here? You know, we tried that last time, and it was such a whopping disaster. I won't really ever do it again. No. What I think we'll do is probably say we can RSVP here and carpool from here but let's just take our cars yeah. because the bus that didn't come was like sort of almost ruined the trip oh yeah they told us they were coming multiple times and then they didn't yeah it was a it was a little anxiety inducing but we all made it and we were fine um amazing yeah so there's around like 18 to 20 of us meant to go, which is the right size group. We'll fit like on a moderate sized bus. Um, what to expect is that the tour guide will talk and you, we're grownups. You don't have to listen if you don't want to. The nice thing is that they'll give you a little, um, I'm going to insist on this personally because it's very helpful, a little earpiece that looks like you're in the secret service that goes to a little pack on your hip. And what's nice about that for me is I like to wander while they talk and I can still hear what they say and I can ask questions and it's really great um, we never know who our tour guide is but i when I went with the, the same company in January um, had a good guide our guide in Israel was actually the best guide in Israel he used to be like the dean of the guide college so 
we lucked out. We, 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 we were good. Um, <clears throat> other things in terms of expectations, you know, I, I tell people, and I think this is true of everybody who wants to go on this trip, you know, you want to get out and walk before you do this trip because if you're not used to walking, we're going to do a lot of it. Um, at the same time, we're all grown-ups. So if you get uncomfortable, if you get a blister or you're not feeling good, then just say, hey, where can I meet you in five hours or three hours? Or just sit. Like we're, That's not stressful for me at all. That's just how we operate. If you say, hey, I want to skip the tour of the National Gallery because I want to go shopping, it's your trip. That's what you should do. Um, and just be good communicators with us and the guide, and it'll work fine. Worked that way in Israel, um, and, and that was good. People go, Israel went, uh, ran a marathon. People ran a marathon. People chose to go to the hospital. Um, so <laughs> hopefully you don't choose that. But if you do, you do. Um, people have asked me about safety, and quite honestly, I think if you went to Israel, you'll find at least as much or more security presence, especially around hotels. The security presence around the hotel is extremely strong, um, stronger than you saw in Israel. And um, the other thing that's neat about Jordan is they don't really have any enemies because they don't have any natural resources. So <laughs> nobody really cares. Uh, uh, I felt extremely safe, but I'm also young and male, but I, I, I did feel extremely safe. And I, I didn't have like my spider sense tingle a single time. Yeah. Um, other practicals, you, you, do, you don't have to get travel insurance, but you pretty much have to get travel insurance. You just, you want that in case anything happens, like you fall in the hotel the first day and break your hip. That might have happened. You, you want that. Uh, they probably won't pay it right then. They'll probably reimburse you, but you just want that. I had, when I had travel insurance in India, they paid everything up front. And they the, called the, me every day I was in the hospital and everything else. I don't have a recommendation per se. I mean, Travel Guard is through maybe AIG, and that's that's fine. I've gone with World Nomads, which is fine. Um, I think American Express does one. Honestly, what can you expect to pay additional for that? I, I think mine is like 70, but I'm younger. Um, I wouldn't pay more than 100 I mean, I, I don't know for sure, but I think the top end is probably $200, and that's if you Well, uh, I just bought insurance a couple of days ago, and there was uh, $1,200. For both of you or each? Yes. For both of you, uh, yeah. Okay. And, and the... Um, and you're doing a longer trip, yeah. right? Yeah. And... Uh, We've had very good experience with Travel Guard. Yes. yes we've had three is. trips we've had to cancel, and they've paid. Every payment. Yeah, every payment. So that's really good news to hear uh, for you. Uh, again, I don't – you just have to read the terms. So, like, if you're depressed and you don't want to go because of that, they don't – I will tell you they won't cover – no well, one will cover that. They they no one will cover that. But if you, if you, you know – fall or break your back, they'll probably cover that. So you just yeah. got to read the terms. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, a carry medevac and all that would be much very expensive, you know, so I, I what you want to insure. Yeah, I would tell you I probably would want the medevac. In Israel, I wouldn't okay. because I'd say the Israeli med center is as good as the Houston med center. But in Jordan, I don't, I can't vouch for it. I don't, it, it's not like Haiti 
<laughs> no, no disrespect to Haiti, but it's not. But it's it's also not like Houston. So just heads up on that. Is it like like Europe? Because we've been I've been in a hospital in Europe. It's, it's like Italy. Okay. It would be like okay. We, I've been in or Spain. Spain. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just being honest. Yeah, I'm not going to compare it to Germany, and I'm not going to compare it to Stockholm. Yep. Um, your passport has to last longer than September the 20th, or you can't go, because they won't let you in. So just make sure it, it lasts past September 20th, 2019. Um, I need passport copies, like, mm, soon-ish, like... We have to submit our passport requests. You're okay. If uh, short of the passport, if you can give me uh, to book flights, I'll need um, just make sure I get your full legal name, first, middle, and last. Because if I misspell it by one digit, I you don't get to get on the flight. So like that's the critical bit. I don't. I guess passports I need as soon as they come. No, you've got ours. I've got yours. A scan is obviously great. Um, and if it's an application, you'll get it before January. Yeah. I think so. We'll be fine. And they just they'll they'll tick it with with what you tell me. And I just don't want to misspell it. <laughs> um, probably good to throw your birthday in there too, because so passports have that. How about visas? You won't need a visa on your own. It's included in the tour price. So okay. it's like a thirty-five dollar sticker, and and they buy it for us. So. Can we get on arrival for Turkey if we want to jump the airport for a few hours? What's yeah, Turkey is a similar. It's like a sticker. Okay, but so, yeah. you can just get it on arrival. Yeah. You can get arrival in Jordan, too. Um, climate, you just want to check the weather in general. This is like, this is like um, probably going to be mid-60s most of the time. Um, so just really a little nice. shell is really good. Nice. Yeah, should I, I thought it was really nice in January. It was a little colder than that. But like if you've got, honestly, if, if you've already got clothes, you do. If you don't, like one of those um, down jackets that's synthetic, you can stuff it into a, something this big and then just put it out uh, and on. Um, and and that's that's what I travel with. It's it's great. Um, you may want to bring chapstick. It's it's not so humid there, right? right? It's well, it's, I think it'd be dry. it's really dry, a desert, dry. although we're going in in the wet part of the year, right? So so it's it'll be green it, greener than it would if you were to go in October. So rain is possible. Rain's possible, but I think mostly the rain comes in like tail of January, February. I mean, we'll check the forecast, but. Honestly, if I check before I go and I don't see something above 20%, I'm not bringing a rain jacket myself. Um, maybe that's not good betting on my part, but you know, I mean, we'll just check before we go. What's, um, I mean, I know practically nothing about Jordan cultural-wise. What's appropriate as a woman for dress? Uh, you know they're pretty they're pretty open and okay. Again, the good news is it's not going to be scorching hot. Shouldn't be. So, I, like what you're wearing now is totally fine. I don't know if you need the scarf. You know, um, I looked online and there were a lot of reports. And basically, they don't want you showing a lot of skin. Yeah. yeah. But so, your hair is fine. Yeah. So you can show from your elbow down and your knee down. 
Okay. And you can wear tight clothes or fine, just not, and, and um, can't show any cleavage, no cleavage. So you ha your little top has to come halfway up to your collarbone mm -hmm. at least. Mm -hmm. It depends where you are in experience in Amman. Amman is so big and so relatively cosmopolitan that it is what it is. And by the way, you look like an American and right. everybody knows that. So <laughs> tourism is their number one industry. So it's not like that's, they're going to ruin that for themselves. But yeah, I mean, I think just dressing modestly is good. I, 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 you don't need a hijab. <clears throat> if you want to wear one, you can. But I don't think you need that. Um, I would wear walking shoes. I, I would, me personally, I won't be bringing any business casual attire at all. I'm, I'm going to dress casual the whole trip. So we don't need jackets. Maybe. A dinner jacket, no. Like, and I'm going to be wearing jeans, a lot of people, jeans only. Okay. A lot of people might bring those hiking pants that yeah. unzip. Yeah. <clears throat> I wouldn't bring slacks. Okay. I wouldn't bring a cocktail dress, unless just that's your thing. You want to go down to the bar in a cocktail dress, well, you can, but you don't need it. Great. That's perfect. That's perfect for us. They know we're tourists. Now, we're not eating in, like, five Michelin star restaurants, but we're eating at really nice, like, good food places. That was my experience with them, that the food was really quite good. Two nights, we'll be cooking our own meals, like, in a cooking school and, and eating what we make, and that'll be really delightful. Yeah, yeah. And again, you won't dress up for that. Um, some people want to know about alcohol because it's the Middle East. Again, it's Jordan is like, interestingly enough, has guaranteed seats in Parliament for Christians and Jewish and Zoroastrian folk. And those folk like alcohol and they make it in Jordan and sell it. In the hotels that we're staying in, they all have bars and you can buy that. In Amman, they have liquor stores that you can go and buy uh, wine and and Jordanian wine I actually thought was, was reasonably good. Uh, St. George's wine is good. They have another uh, winery as well, and there's probably a third now. They make some Jordanian liquor, and there's like three kinds of Jordanian beer, and all of that was fine and tasty to me. So, again, you can buy that in hotels. In Amman, you can go to a liquor store. Um, so expect if you like a nightcap or a social drink that you can have it. Um... I think those are the mostly the travel, like the travel things in 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 my head, like what to what to be ready for. Um, the hotels we're staying at have really nice spa facilities. The breakfast they put on is ginormous. There'll be easily two hundred items for breakfast to choose from, um, and, and um, the one in Amman is probably the best. Um, the one in Petra is the second best. We are going to do one night in a camp in the desert, but don't think of that, that's really as glamping. So there will be beds, um, cot-style beds, they won't be Tempur-Pedic beds, but they'll be in formal, like permanent tents, and we'll eat a Bedouin meal with Bedouins and have some Bedouin tea, and that's that's pretty cool, um, not just as the experience, but of course this this... The, the goal here is that we sort of get this experience in the desert because most of the 40-year wandering happened in this area, if that We've makes sense. We've done that in Africa, and we found that it was really, really great. It's a good experience. It's, it's pretty and cool. It's comfortable, and it's not 
It's cool to see how they cook because the Bedouin, what they do is they buried a 50-gallon drum in the sand and then they put a fire in there all day and then they take that out and put the food in there and it just, the residual heat cooks it in the sand, which is pretty, pretty cool. Um, okay, uh, can tell you about books to read before you go, movies to see. Obviously, Lawrence of Arabia is filmed there if you'd like to see that. And if you want to read the classic book, it's like The Seven Pillars of Wisdom by T.E. Lawrence, um, who would tell you a bit about all that. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, it shows you the most iconic picture in Jordan that like you've seen. And I will tell you, Petra is easily like the eighth wonder of the world. Like it is, it's a showstopper. Good news on our trip is that we will tour Petra one day. We will, um, <clears throat> the next day you have a total free day to do whatever you want in Petra so that you can just kind of ramble or smoke a hookah or whatever you want to do in this, I mean, really amazing place. And then um, we'll also do Petra at night where they take something like 10,000 candles and light them out in front of the treasury. That's the one in Indiana Jones. And you just sort of get to sit there and like be in all of that <laughs> as you should. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. <clears throat> if you choose to go real serious hiking, if you say like, hey, I saw Petra day one, <clears throat> day two, you could hike to the burial place of Moses's brother Aaron it's 26 miles away, so you can do it. I mean, a round trip, I think round it's 26 trip. miles. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Can we run it? <laughs> can we run it? Can I run it? Can you do it? I don't know the answer to that. Uh, but you do have to be back in time for Petra at night, so that's the trick. Um, so so we, we, we have some leisure time built in to each day, and again, we have that full day in Petra. Um, trying to think about other movies. The Martian, if you want to know what Wadi Room looks like, that's the desert area we'll be at. You can watch The Martian starring Matt Damon. It's entirely filmed there because the sand is red. Literally, it, it is red. Um, you will want to bring a little bit of money to ride a camel when you're in Wadi Room, unless you don't want to ride a camel, but you can go actually on a long walk for like $15. And that's generously tipping them. You know. American money? Yes. Now, Jordanian. the Jordanian currency is the Jordanian dollar. Um, actually, I'm trying to think about this. <clears throat> they probably would take American dollars uh, at shops and stuff. Of course, Visa is accepted everywhere, so you don't need to, like, go crazy with bills. Um, I did pay mostly in Jordanian dollars. Like when, Yeah, you sure, baby. When, when I went to, to the liquor store to buy some Jordanian wine, <clears throat> I paid in dinar, um, which is what they what they, they do. Um, unlike Iran, <clears throat> where you cannot use any kind of electronic payment, Jordan's got it most everywhere. So just other than street vendors, uh, you can change maybe a hundred bucks in the airport and you're probably, not in the airport, at a bank, you'll probably be okay. Do they have ATMs where you can just use your cash they card? Do. They do. I, I, I would bring it as a backup because there's like transaction fees for that. Um, mm -hmm. Supposedly, you know, anytime you use a Visa card, you pay a transaction fee according to what cards you have, but likely you do. But supposedly, you get the better exchange rate, so it's kind of a wash. Um, yeah. And again, you don't, you don't need much buy anything here other than souvenirs. If you're wanting, like, some little cheap things, I would bring some dollars for that. In Petra, just to give you some other examples, um, you have to walk a mile before you get to Petra through this. It's called the Seek. It's like an earthquake-induced chasm. It's 
like one of the best parts. Is that where the flash flood went last month? It is. Don't worry, they're working on that. Um, so you get to walk through that. Um, if you say like my feet are tired, you can ride a horse-drawn like carriage through that, and that's like five bucks as a tip. It's included in your ticket price. When you get down at the bottom, you can rent a donkey or a camel and walk all the way through Petra on that if you want to. Um, so, so those are available. I'd save the money for the camel ride to the desert myself, and I'll tell you this when we get there. Um, okay, so those are a couple of movies. I have a couple of books um, that may or may not be interested in, two are already on loan. I've got Lonely Planet Jordan with some maps of places in here. I'm happy to lend this out. I do want this one back, um, if you take it, like, for the trip. This is really interesting about, this is about a, a uh, an Australian lady who, or sorry, New Zealand, and um, she married a Bedouin who was living in a building in Petra and lived there for a long time. In the cave. In a cave in Petra. So it's called Married to a Bedouin. And in fact, when we go to Petra, you'll meet one of their sons who's like selling autographed copies of the book. But it's, I, it, I will tell you, it's not really well written, but it's, but it's all right. Like it tells you it what it was like so to live in Petra. Interesting. Yeah. This one's interesting. It's about a woman who kidnaps, who re-kidnaps children. So this is like a British national, and several British nationals married Muslim men. They had kids, and then the, the Muslim men were worried that the kids were getting too secular. So they would just take the kids back to Egypt, and um, she would go steal them and bring them back to their mothers. It is terribly written. However, it's interesting. I mean, it's, it's interesting. The writing is just so bad. Um, the best book you can read, either if you read it for Israel, fine, read it again, is The Source, which will tell you about Canaanite religion, Judaism, Islam. It's historical fiction by James Michener, but I read it as a textbook in seminary because the archaeology is so good. How do you spell um, last name? Michener, M-I-C-H-E-N-O-R. I have it in my office. Okay. I'm reading it right now. Yeah. It's, it's, many people say it's his best book, and... Um, I reread it for Israel, and it's—I mean—it's—it's—it's it's, it's an amazing description of ancient Near Eastern culture and uh, religion. It's really quite good. Um, as I mentioned, Seven Pillars by um, T. E. Lawrence. Uh, Rob's got a book right now that I think is also a really good read for everybody. This is written by Queen Noor, who's still alive. She's an American of Arab descent who married the late King Hussein. King Hussein. Um, Herb has read it. Uh, Brenda, uh, not Brenda, Morella's read it as well. It's a great book. I mean, it, it really narrates the last sort of 40 political years from a Jordanian-American point of view. It's What's really, it really good. Called? Sorry, did I miss the name? Queen. Queen, what is it? Something light. No, it's like something like... The Light of Jordan or something? Yeah, it's... I'll look it up really fast. It's really very good. There's some good videos on YouTube, too. There's one with an American reporter... Just Leap traveling of faith. with King Abdullah for four days. Yeah. And King Abdullah's like, I love this because I don't ever get four days off to go to my favorite places in Jordan. I rented that video. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's good. And the one place he's going we won't go is um, the Wajab Reserve. Where you walk in the, the, in the actual water. And we, you can only go there after March, which is mm -hmm. the worst time to be anywhere else. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so it's good. I don't know. I, if you, I just if you, on YouTube yeah. for Jordan. And was it available on YouTube, mm -hmm. the whole thing? Yeah. It, it, there's not it's very many. There's not many, but it's, but it's good. How it's long good. is it? 
it's like half an hour. 45, 40, I think it's 45 Th minutes if you watch is. the whole thing. Mike, what about photographing people? Totally fine. Yep, I wouldn't worry about it. Um, I've got a couple lectures if you're interested, how the Crusades changed history. Um, these are fine in, because we're going to be going, of course, to one of the strongholds in the Crusader um, time, the Karak Castle. I've also got the Dead Sea Scrolls, if you're interested. It's not just about Jordan, but the Jordanians were the ones who initially protected the scrolls, and, and they, they own a few yet. Most of them are in the Shrine of the Book in Jerusalem, but they have the only copper scroll uh, in Jordan. We'll, we'll get to see that while we're there. Yeah. And um, if you don't know what's in the scrolls, it's, it's quite, quite interesting, even though it's, this is like 12 hours worth of lecturing. It's great on a commute. Um, it's good. Um, it's just uh, audio. It's just audio, audio, yeah, which is about all I can handle. Because if I had to watch it, when would I do that? <laughs> yeah, the, and the same with the Crusades, uh, and, and those, are, those, those are good. Um, I think these are all the, I think I've gone over all the books that, I, that seem like the most, most relevant. You can find books that are Petra-specific if you'd like. Um, They'll tell you about navity and religion. They're probably wrong, but you, but you can find them. I think Nova had a Petra show. Nova has one about how the they water do. got down there, and that's a great show. And you yeah. can see that for free on YouTube. If you type in, um, like, like Petra just into YouTube, you'll probably get it, you know. And it shows you how they carved the tombs as well, how they started from the top and went down. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's good. I'll bring my book Seven Colors, but I warn it's a little tedious, long tedious. Yeah, I also have it. <laughs> um, just to go over some of the sites that we're going to see, if, you, if that's okay. I mean, just so you can be a bit excited about that. Uh, well, hopefully excited. Um, the, um, the, you know, again, the first day we're going to, we're going to be, uh, we really don't get there until Sunday is when we're going to start going. Um, the Jordanian Museum is small, but it, that has things in it, like the Dead Sea Scroll and... Um, a few other things. We're going to go to the National Gallery that day, which is a really great way to see this like developing art scene that's happening in Jordan. They don't ever go there, but I, I think it's really cool and, and, and worth seeing to sort of get um, the, the deal with the culture. Um, and there's, there's several of those. We'll get to see a few um, shopping opportunities that day, and we're also um, going to go... I think we're going to the Citadel that day. The Citadel is like the... It was one of the cities in the Decapolis. If you know your Bible, there's the Decapolis. So this is a Roman, like semi-autonomous Roman city because they were lucrative enough to sort of buy rights from the government to be there. What you see around Jordan is better preserved Roman ruins than you can find in Rome. <laughs> um, they're just very well taken care of. Our first day together, we'll, we'll, cook, we'll cook at a place called Beit City, which is, um, means my grandma's house. So there's grandmas there. We're cooking grandma-style home cooking. And um, really, really fun. Um, the next day, we're sort of out, and we're going to go to arguably the best preserved city of the Decapolis called Jerash, which is sort of like the Pompeii of Jordan. Um, and it's, it's just absolutely fabulous. Uh, we're going to go to another one called Um Case, which in um, the Bible is the Gerasthenes or the Gerardines. This is where the man with the Legion of Demons story happens. Um, it's cool because it's made out of basalt. So it's got all of these, it, that's like Capernaum, the, the, it's lava rock, it's the whole city. Um, the other thing we get to do that day is the 
oldest church that they found, which dates from 70 of the Common Era, so 70 AD. This is the oldest designated church. That's not a home, it's a, it's a church, and that's called St. George's. Um, hopefully we'll get to see the Gladiator Show at... Um, at uh, Gerash, they have like a Circus Maximus and some Jordanians pretend like they're Romans and anywhere that's kind of cool. Uh, we never know on timing of the day. Uh, the restaurant that we get to is great and then we get to go to a Muslim castle that was built um, to defend against crusaders. But that's that's going to be a busy day. Um, then we get to go on the way to Petra. We're going to stop and see um, a couple of things that are pretty cool. One is this um, mosaic map of the Holy Land that dates from maybe uh, 400-ish. And it's actually a way that archaeologists have discovered like traditional pilgrimage sites. So like where was Jesus baptized? The map shows a different place than the Israelis go. And we'll visit that place later. Um, <clears throat> It's pretty cool, and we also get to go to Mount Nebo, which is where Moses looked over the, you know, the Holy Land um, before he died, and you'll see why he probably died after he saw it, and, uh, <laughs> and the Crusader Castle called Kerak that's pretty, pretty amazing. Again, more about that in these lectures if you want, and then we'll spend the night and go to Petra the next day uh, with a tour. We get a free day in Petra, and, and um, um, cooking classes that night, and then we head down to the desert to go um, to Wadi Rum, and we'll ride around in a 4 by 4 that day and do the camel ride and sleep out there under the stars, truly. Uh, then we sort of head back from there up to Amman, and, um, oh, I forgot to mention, there's supposedly a place where Moses struck the rock and water came out. There's, like, that's enshrined, and sure enough, there's a big rock and there's water coming out of it. Um, and it's been a site for at least 2,000 years. Okay, we, um, we'll go to um, Machiris on the way back. That's, a, that's one of Herod's sort of giant citadels. That's the place where John the Baptist was beheaded. And um, we will also get to go to um, the place where Elijah was carried away into heaven and where Jesus was baptized in the Jordan. It is like definitely the traditional site. And... Um, and we'll have dinner, and the next day we'll come home. I mean, that's sort of the, 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 the big itinerary. Um, we are going to, because it's a pilgrimage, which is just like a different way of touring, we'll probably have a morning prayer and a Eucharist each day. Um, it isn't Israel, and that's okay, because uh, it's alternate parts of our biblical story were written here, and... and um, it's a fantastic uh, place to go. So just expect I'll put a little booklet together for us that'll have some scripture readings relevant to where we're going. And then, uh, no, and then, um, yes, you can. And then, uh, and again, again, we'll have a Eucharist each day. And if you choose to renew your baptismal vows in the Jordan, I am happy to do that for you. The water will probably be about 68. If it's pretty cold in June, it'll be a little bit warmer now. Yeah. Will you do sprinkling again? If you'd like to, yes, I'm I will. I'm not going to get in 60-degree water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sprinkling is good. You say now. No. I thought it was pretty refreshing, I'll tell you. <laughs> when you look at the water, you, you may say, like, the water quality is, like, similar to the Ganges. It's much cleaner than the Ganges, but, yes, it's murky.
you'll see why. And you'll get to hear the neat thing about this trip is not only will you see these sites that frankly are like have been lesser accessed because of the country that we're going to, but you'll also get to see sort of the what it's like to live the Arabian life instead of the Israeli life, you know, because if you went to Israel with us, we got very much the Israeli perspective only. And so this is really balancing that out. And that's why there's several uh, books about women that are interesting, uh, I think, to read. I think that's everything I was going to say. But you might have questions, comments, or concerns. And I'm What's luggage? You can check two bags, I think. But don't. Just check one bag. Like last time? Yeah, just check one bag. I mean, we're going to be there eight days. Like, you should, you should be fine. And it's not like where we're going to be having to carry it far or anything, though. There's porters as... everywhere. Listen, okay. this is like... So it's not like I should be backpacking. I'm telling you we're going to be active people, but what's nice about this is they unload our bags. They load our bags everywhere. I don't do that. I, I always take them to the bus, but that's just because I'm weird. But you don't have to. Like, it's... The staff and the trip treats you very, very, very well. But a small backpack, I always have a small backpack with me. Yeah, I do too. Well, I bring my camera. Yeah. I have an old camera. I found this takes actually just as good a picture, and you've got panoramic options and motion. So I, when I went, I did most of these. But for some, I'm still like old-fashioned, and I have this like SLR camera, and I put water in there. You know, it's good to carry water around. If you don't, like, I mean, a camelback is great because you don't have to hold that, but that's that's nice to have. Um, Somewhere I saw or heard that in the museums they don't like backpacks. You, you, but, you can check your, but you can check your bag okay. at the Almost desk. Almost every museum yeah. in the world is like that. Probably. And we're only going to be going to, I think, one. One, maybe two museums. I think we're going to two, and they're both the first day. Any issues with the water drinking or anything like that? Just all bottled water. Just buy bottled water yeah. over there. And they will know that the tour company will supply it to you, so you shouldn't really ever have to buy it. The hotel will have it to you for free but in the room. Cap on. <laughs> What's the voltage there? I can like look it up. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. But I think, actually, most phones nowadays will actually convert on their own. So if I'm right, I, I just plugged this in to the hotel and so I was fine. I didn't need an adapter. So okay. And again, I think it's this is part of the difference. We're staying in five-star Marriott's, and that might be one of the things they provide. So they'll have a, a, a plug right there. You can bring an adapter if you want. I'm just telling you, I know I didn't, and I was all right. But what I could be wrong. What did you do? I didn't call anybody. But internet was really good. Why? You know, there was free Wi-Fi in the hotel. I was able to do email if I wanted to. Um, I probably will bring my phone as like Mr. Tour Guy, you know, leader person, just in case. Uh, I needed it in Israel. I didn't want to need it, but I did. <laughs> so I'll bring it. I'll bring it. And I'll pay the roaming if I need to. I, I, I'm not exactly sure, but I have WhatsApp. And if you set up with WhatsApp with your wife or yeah. whoever... You can do calls on the internet, and they're free. You can also probably buy a SIM card for your phone, you know, and and then dial like at a very reasonable rate. But that's, you know, again, up to, totally up to you if you want to do that. I actually look forward to not using the phone. <laughs> or just call your provider and ask what they. Because you can usually do things where it's like you even pay a small amount and you only pay for the days you actually use it. Mm -hmm. So then you have it activated if there's an emergency, 
you'll receive calls and texts, but if you mm. don't send anything, then you don't pay for that day. I do want to tell you, if you don't have one, and maybe silly, but I've used this since I was like 15, I'm really in favor of a like money belt or a neck belt. If you if you want one, you don't have to buy it. I've got two I can lend. I've got a belt or a neck one. But I just leave my passport and credit card in that all the time. When I'm in my hotel room, I don't feel like I have to wear it, but everywhere else I wear it and so I know where all that stuff is. But I would do the same thing if I was in Japan or Germany or whatever. I just always have it with me. I agree with that. I mean, I that. Some hotels will collect your passport while you're staying there. Um, no. you know, they, and they do that in Israel too. And then that's okay. Yeah. This may happen. Well, I'll have a photocopy of all of yours as well. So, like, I'm your backup, backup. Yeah. I always email my photocopy to me, so it's mm -hmm. always available wherever you get access yeah. yeah um what else any other questions or comments can we go now sounds like fun yeah mm. <laughs> like leave the meeting you can leave the meeting yes <laughs> no, <we have> to <laughs> no how many people are in the group uh i'm still waiting on confirmation for a few people oh, okay. so somewhere like 18 to 20 oh, okay. is, is the plan yeah um, I mean, I think most people know kind of what you're getting, um, so I don't need to like sell the trip to you, but um, I think you'll be very pleasantly surprised even if you think you know what you're getting. Yeah. It's like the Israel trip, it's wonderful. It's, it's very, it's different from that in, a, in like a way that will be delightful for you having been, like it's just a very different way of being and, and doing things, yeah. Well, I'm pleased you're all going, and if you have questions, comments, or concerns, please do let me know, but I'm making deposit on our group airfare, like the final real deal Monday, so anything before Monday would be great, and then our tour balance is due by Jan 1, because I have to pay the balance of the tour by Jan 7. And again, that can be to St. Thomas. You won't see it on your contribution statement because it's not a contribution. So I just want to make sure you know that. What about seat selection? Well, you make seat selection, I don't know the answer. I, can, I don't know if they got us a block of seats. I'll ask, but I don't know how they do it. Last time, we got a couple here, a couple there, and we can trade around or something. For Monday, did you mean the $300, or do we need to pay more? I think the 300 is okay, you know, just in general. And if you already paid that, I think you're okay. We just work at the point of no return on the, air, on the airfare Monday, if that makes sense. Okay. And make the check, I'm sorry. To St. Thomas with Pilgrimage in the memo or Jordan. I'm just wondering, like, is – I might have missed this in the first part, but is this going to be like a tour where – there might be other tour groups in the same, I don't know, bus. No, like, no, no. We're our own little private group, okay. and that's what's really cool about it, okay. actually. Uh, unless you like hate everybody on the trip, because um, <laughs> what's neat is we'll we'll have the same guy, the same vehicle, the same driver the whole time, and um, we'll go to the same restaurants for dinner. We'll make dinner at the same place, and there's no like other people. Well, you can hobnob at hotels and at sites, but we're not going during peak season, and that's a, mm -hmm. that's a good thing. I, I think it's a good thing. I, I did forget to mention that um, you'll see in the literature that they 
you don't have to tip the guide, but it's nice to plan on tipping the guide and the bus driver. I tend to tip the driver less money. I have a range for tipping the guide. I always do the minimum, but if they're really good, I might add a few dollars each day, if that sort of makes sense. So, so how much would I'm trying to remember. I think it's something, in general, I think it's something like, I think they say like $5 a day for the, the tour guide, and they say like $3 for the bus driver. Um, again, the bus driver in Israel was great. Some people tipped him the same. Um, you may want to round up and do $50 and $40. You know what I mean? You may do 50 and $50. You do it at the end. You do it at the end. I'll yeah. collect it from you and put it in one envelope. Listen, please don't be one of those people that says, I want to give it to the guide myself. That this is not good. This, let's give it as a group. Because some people say, no, I just want to give it. Just, just don't do that. Somebody did that in Israel, and it irked me. So we just, we're going to do this as a group. Now, is that... Is that Jordanian dollars or American dollars? It doesn't matter. Okay. If you have Jordanian dollars left and you want to give them, that's, that's a great way to do it. But U.S. Okay. dollars are, are so really that, it fine. It doesn't matter on that one. It's universal world currency. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the exchange rate? It's a little variable. When I went, it seemed like it was a Jordanian dollar was like a dollar twenty-five, so it was worth more. Um, but depending on what you buy and where you shop, it goes further. Depending. Yeah, some places not, less, you know. Right? Yeah, some places not. And you indicated, or I read somewhere, if you buy something, I travel light, I can't pack anything. So they will ship from... Yeah, they'll ship. You can pay a shipping cost. I mean, in general, and I'm just telling you what I think you would want to... If you want to buy a mosaic table, you want that shipped. <laughs> Because you're not carrying that on, you know. No. What about those sand, the sand art? That oh yeah, you yeah, yeah. Us? That that'll fit in nothing. You, the, the the bottles won't be any bigger than this Topo Chico bottle. You can't get anything bigger than that. They're just in little glass bottles. So you can put that. You can totally put that in your um, carry-on or in your, um, your your checked bag. And those are cool. You'll see sand art. This is like, actually, this the guy in here made it up. Made that thing up. Oh, he's and, the one. Yeah, and uh, but just they're amazing. They'll make camels and stars, and they'll write your name in like a, in like ten minutes. They'll make you your own bottle of like sand that's got <laughs> your name and, and whatever you want. Yosemite Sam. No, they uh, they pour water in, or they 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 pack it so hard it doesn't matter. You can break the glass, and it's still there. Because they, and they'll demo that for you too, <laughs> and you can buy that in our hotel. The hotel has it, and the hotel has probably the higher quality than what you get on the street. But whatever. How expensive are they? I mean, ten dollars okay. for a little yeah. one. If yeah. you want one like this, it might be a hundred dollars. It didn't, depends how much detail. My yeah. grandkids would, but but that's a. I bought a teeny dollars. one, and that's a Christmas ornament yes, on my yes. tree, okay. and it was like ten dollars. Okay, like a size of a test tube or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Salt shaker at a restaurant, you know, I mean, that size. Mm -hmm. Is it okay if I have my wife call you with all the questions I can't answer? Of course, or email um, or text is fine, yeah. Which is our names and all that stuff you need, right? I do, yeah. 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 If I don't have your passport, I need names. And I'd rather have your passport, but if you're waiting do on you it. Do you know if you have a, a, so mine expired 
Does the number stay the same no. when they get no. renewed? No. Okay, no. so no. it won't no. help you in any way. Dad, it won't. did you say I brought you home over you? Yeah, you gave me, you brought okay. stuff. But that's okay, and you got plenty of time, and you're fine. I mean, you don't really need that to get to the airport, really. So, you need it before that, so I can have a copy of it. But <laughs> okay. okay, well, I'll give you some email updates as we get there, but, and again, if you think of anything else, please let me know. Thanks. Okay.